Precision Farming is all about precision and efficiency, ensuring every seed, every drop of water, every nutrient and treatment counts. TerraPlex Ag is helping farmers all over Iowa and the Midwest do just that. With precision ag-grown technology and support from TerraPlex, you'll boost your productivity and make timely and informed decisions, all while reducing your costs and increasing your profit. It's time to revolutionize your farming. Harvest the benefits with TerraPlex Ag. Visit TerraPlexAg.com. Don't let tomorrow's solutions get stuck on today's obstacles. Help move what matters at Iowa State. Iowa State students have big ideas. My name is Cam Schaefer. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Spock Sanctuary, which is a exotic companion animal rescue, and we provide other services in education and nutrition. And it all started with a little help from cyclones like you. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What is up? Welcome to Williams and Bloom. Sunday, the uh, 18th of February. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Mechdyne. All of you, well, not all of you, but many of you requested we go live today, so we decided to do that. Uh, the, the people are speaking, and they want us on YouTube for this Sunday night pod bloom, so, you know. Give the people what they want. Right? Give the people what they want. I mean... Hey, it eliminates me drinking your bourbon, which is kind of a bummer for me. I know. I'm going to have a lot more Cody Road <laughs> over here. Um, anyways, we are presented, as always, by Mechdyne. We are recording this at around 5 o'clock on Sunday night. If you um, would like to, go and give us a five-star review wherever you take in your podcast. I also want to give a happy birthday to my sister. It's my sister's birthday today, so hey. happy birthday, Jenny. Hey, Jenny. I think she's she might got the COVID. Oh, not a good way to know. celebrate. Oh well, you know, you know, it happens. Celebrate a top ten cyclone men's basketball team, which we're gonna do. And this also allowed us to get this thing out earlier is a really quick turnaround. Iowa State and Houston coming up on Monday night. Now, update to our conversation from Wednesday. They did move this game to eight o'clock, which I Again, everybody kept giving me reasons why they couldn't move it to the ES, and I was like, "But it's the same company, it's the same conference. Why can't they do it?" And they have. So it looks like Fran Frischilla. It looked like he had some insider information. He said it would be number seven versus number two. The polls haven't come out. They don't come out till tomorrow. Yeah, he was guessing. Okay, there's no way he well, can know that. Okay, well, I would think he's. Story. I think he's going to be close. I. I would say I would say seven or eight. Okay. Well, whatever. It it at, really at that point doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter at all. This but this sets up to be one of the big one of the big regular season games in Iowa State basketball history. Now, I also put the caveat: this is going to be a really hard game for Iowa State to win. Like the, it, it's it's kind of like walking into Hilton. This team doesn't lose there, and metrics wise, I was. You know, everybody knows my infatuation with Houston. I think it's the best defensive team I've ever seen in my life. Um, they are insane metrics wise. So, like the difference between Iowa State and Houston is you're looking at both elite defensively. Iowa State's in the mid 40s offensively. Houston's 16. So, like they're elite on yeah. both sides of the basketball. And 
Iowa State is a 10-point underdog in the eyes of Las Vegas going into this game. Yeah, somebody asked me, where's this rank in the you know regular season games in Iowa State history since I've been alive? And it's up there. Now, it, the great thing is if you lose it, it doesn't hurt you one iota. At no, all. you already got I mean, them at home too. Yeah, you got them at home. And, th- and honestly, when we'll get into it here in a little bit, there is a pathway forward for Iowa State to probably even share the conference if it wins out. Um, because I do think Houston's got a tougher schedule than Iowa State going forward. They have to go to Baylor Saturday, and then they get Kansas at home in the finale, um, which is good, honestly, for a couple of reasons, because you win either way if you're Iowa State. And, and because Baylor's knocking on the door, Baylor's playing some great basketball here, not necessarily knocking on the door to win the conference, but because of Baylor's non-conference schedule, they're knocking on that 2-3 seed as well. And, and so when you start talking about seed lines, the fact that Baylor's defeated Iowa State is going to help them in that conversation. So long story short, Houston does play Baylor on Saturday. That'll help Iowa State one way or another. But in regards to this game, I really think you got to go back regular season-wise. I was sectioned with my good buddy Matt today, and I agree with him. you got to go back to 2000, uh, two back-to-back games in February against uh, Texas and Oklahoma State. Iowa State went 2-0 in those games. That was the Pfizer-Tinsley team with Larry mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ended up you know, basically taking control of its own destiny to win the conference, and Iowa State ultimately did that. I think this ranks right up there because if you look at all those Fred teams, yeah, they got within a game a couple of times, but they were always like two games behind Kansas, so it never really felt like they were in striking distance. Iowa State wins this on Monday, and you are in the driver's seat. Like You are looking really good to win the Big 12 outright. Um and conference titles mean something. Uh, ultimately, does it dictate your success for the NCAA tournament? Zero. But it does mean something for an Iowa State team that doesn't win many conference championships. Iowa State is in a great position with this many games left. And, man, it's so fun to play a huge, huge game, center of the college basketball universe on February 19th. Yeah, that's the best part of it. And I didn't really personally care. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to be on the big ESPN. But, I mean, selfishly, Clock game is way better for me <laughs> than eight o'clock. Old man. Uh, I know. No, but for real, like what you said, the center of the basketball universe, I wanted all those eyes on Iowa State, I think, unless this game goes way of the odds makers, which it could, that you know, it, it very well could could happen. Yeah. Uh, but ten we point, both ten point favorite. Yeah. We both agree Iowa State's playing maybe the best basketball big statement that some of the best basketball that I've ever seen an Iowa state team play just because of the balance, right? Like it, Andrew Logue is guy I sit with on press row and we just, he's a historian and we're, you know, we're just going through all these Hoiberg teams and it's just, you know, the, those were some great teams and gave us some great memories, but they didn't play defense. And like this team now is really good offensively on top of it. Yeah. And what we'll, we'll, let's talk a little bit about Saturday. Of course, the real quick, yeah. we're presented by our friends at MacDyne, MacDyne.com, M E C H D Y N E.com, enabling discovering. They are the proud uh, and really awesome and loyal longtime sponsors of Williams and Bloom Sunday and Wednesday. So we appreciate them. Iowa State really dominated this Texas Tech team, Brent, that, you know, I thought that. The text scared me a little bit more than they should have just because they had that firepower going into that basketball game. Best three-point shooting team in the league. 
best team when it comes to um, not turning the basketball over, best offensive efficiency in the Big 12. And they didn't like Iowa State's pressure. Now, they hit some shots down the stretch that really kind of skewed things. I thought, I didn't thought I was, I didn't think Iowa State took its foot off the gas, anything like that. It was just really good shooting team. They're going to make some shots eventually. They did. Luckily, it's in the last five minutes of the game and it doesn't matter. But a dominating performance against a dangerous team. Again, not one I don't think most people thought would win in Hilton Coliseum, but one capable of it, right? Like, no doubt. All of these teams in the Big 12, it, they're all trap games in my mind. West Virginia, maybe not so much. We'll burn that bridge when we get yeah, there. They were, but they were bad yesterday, West Virginia. Yeah. Holy these, smokes. But these Big 12 teams that come in are all capable of beating you if you don't play well, and that's why I call it a trap game. And, man, Ots continues to get these guys up for every opponent, and that's really impressive. You haven't seen this team have a letdown game in a really long time. No, what the one game they lost here in the stretch was to Baylor, and Baylor's really good, and Iowa State was, what, 0.1 second away from winning that. You know, I thought what was really impressive about the game against Tech was Iowa State showed its versatility in that Tech's guards are pretty good. I mean, Isaacs and Tucson and uh, the Williams, really nice players, but Tech was undersized, was missing Washington yesterday. And so what did Iowa State do? They ran set plays for Bob Jones right off the bat. And then what, the other thing they did was they isolated Milan and uh, Trey against the smaller wing defender because Tech wasn't big enough to guard those guys. And this is what makes Iowa State a really complete team is unlike the past couple of years, they can have mismatches either in the post or the guard court. And depending on how you want to guard them, and Tech decided to go small because it was really their only option. So Iowa State just threw it in the post, and, and Rob Jones was awesome. Rob Jones was phenomenal in that first half, and then they got the ball isolated with Milan and Trey and, and really bullied Texas Tech to a 20-point lead. And then by the time Tech started making some shots, it was way too late because Iowa State had developed that comfortable uh, cushion. The other part is Keyshawn Gilbert has been really good as a physical guard. I thought he played the best game he's played since that Kansas game in Hilton was awesome. And the challenge on both Taman and Gilbert and Joe and, and Kurt or yeah, uh, Kurt Jones was to take Isaacs out of the game. And that's what Iowa state did. I mean, he's, he was the guy that really kept, could have kept them in it. Uh, Iowa state held him. Let's see. What did he shoot? I mean, he was, he was, he was rough, you know, two of nine from the floor did a great job on him. And the game was over really at halftime and Iowa state just efficient, did it again. I thought tech took care of the ball. Okay. But Iowa state was so good on offense. And this is not something that you've said in years past. I didn't think Iowa state played a great defensive game in the second half, but you get up 2023, uh, you're going to be okay. And man, it's just Iowa State's playing great right now. I mean, you look at the best 10 teams in college basketball right now, who's playing the best? I think you start with Connecticut for sure. Yeah. I think Houston's right there. I think Iowa State's there. I think Baylor's there. You could argue, you know, three of the five best teams in college basketball right now are in the Big 12. Uh, I was actually, and, that's, looking, and I think Iowa State's right? in that conversation. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, like 10 of the top 35 in net or nine. We're big 12 teams, something like that, that. It was, it sounds, it, was, it, sounds it right. was absurd. I was doing it on my phone, like really quickly before we went on, but like, I actually, uh, they, so they put out that we'll do our Wiffles hybrids, big 12 segment coming up, but they put out the mock, the, uh, preview for the tournament. Review, like, yeah. Holy shit. Like now I'm excited for Kansas city. I was a little bit like, uh, if you got to Wednesday, it was a little bit terrifying because 
I think we've experienced this before now, especially with Lipsy. It's like, I don't know how far I want Iowa State to go. Don't take that the yeah, wrong it, way. It's it's a fair it's a fair observation. Yes, honestly, I agree. like it's like I don't really want to play four games in a row and then have to turn around and travel across the country. But now it's like okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Hopefully, you're just a bus ride to Omaha, right? And it and it kind of changes the the vibe a little bit. But you're you're almost you're not locked into Thursday right now in Kansas city, but it's starting to, it's close. Feel like that. I feel yeah, like people can really count on that with the hotel rooms at this point. Yeah. The, the, uh, man, Kansas coming back to beat Oklahoma was, was rough in a couple of different areas because yeah, again, you know, despite all this, Iowa state's hard work, they, the committee still had Kansas above Iowa state, which is concerning. Let me be honest <clears throat> now, excuse me, both could still Can't make they Omaha. Both go to Omaha. They could, but then you got to worry if, if like a Marquette slips in there, somebody else, or even Baylor, because the closest regional to Baylor is probably Omaha, because there's nothing in Texas this year. And so this is where I keep coming back. The Baylor Bears are could be a thorn in the side here. So just just keep an eye on it. <clears throat> um, but I do think Iowa State has put itself in a good position, and it's a reasonable conversation about the Big Twelve tournament. Just look at recent years. Last year, Iowa State w- wins a game loses a tough game to Kansas and it gets destroyed by Pittsburgh five days later, whatever it was two years ago, Iowa State gets completely buried by Texas tech an embarrassing performance. That was the one and, where we had the Otzelberger can't coach fire Otzelberger thread. That was like, did that actually happen? Well, when you lose, oh, by yeah. 30, you lose by 30. Yeah. <laughs> and then I they went it. to the sweet 16. A yeah, few but that team, so yeah. I, they were I, not, they looked tough. They looked cooked though. I agree. I, like I, I don't, I've, I don't know if if Iowa State looks – now, if you're the one seed, you don't just punt on the Big 12 tournament. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Iowa State's going to do that. You try and win a championship as soon as you can win a championship. But I do agree playing three days instead of four is a huge advantage in that regard. And so it's – um, yeah, I mean, there's so many fun things to think about as we go down the down the line here. But I, I think Iowa State is comfortably, comfortably in that top four seeds for sure, which means they will play on Thursday. Yeah, it it certainly in Kansas like City, it. and then but we still now I'm I'm getting a little nervous on the Omaha thing. The Baylor, wow. Baylor's Baylor's making me nervous. I just I trust Iowa State down the stretch more than I do Baylor, and I, I've been the one. Yeah. I've been the one pumping my chest for Baylor the last couple of weeks, telling you that they're getting better. Uh, but I, I still like I trust Iowa State these next two weeks more than I do the Bears, yeah, especially. Let's look at Baylor's schedule really quick. Yeah, do that the rest of the way. We're just. Uh, we're giving our friends from Wiffle Cybers a, a lot of love today. It's just a full... They deserve... Hey, it's, it's yeah. almost planning season now. It is. So Baylor has this week at BYU, and then they get Houston at home. So they, they very easily could go 0-2 this week. Yes. Honestly, like, yes. that, they'll probably be underdogs in both of those games. Let's see. What do we... Um, I mean, that's the thing about, you know, gosh, if Iowa State could win... Dude, they don't have a they don't have an easy game the rest of the way so then they're at tcu kansas at home texas at home and at texas tech so yeah, baylor's easy. baylor's got easy. a loaded schedule they do yeah really the easiest one there is texas at home yeah which who, who, that who, texas has given up on rodney terry they have they have, well i mean they have quit some of these like 
some of these athletic directors, the, the why would <laughs> I don't know? I agree. I mean, I I could have told you that Rodney Terry was not a long term fix at the University of Texas. I don't know I, anybody watched that guy last year and was like, you know what? Like this guy's the future of the program. Like, I, I bet they fire him. I do. Well, I mean, he can't be making much, is he? Like, well, I mean, he, I think he I signed a think... four year deal. Jeez, but they're that was a they, bad decision. Yeah, bad decision. They are they they. They basically did not show up against Houston, uh, and Houston will do that to you. But yeah, so I think you, you, there's still so much on the line. Uh, I thought, you know, yesterday Iowa State was just super efficient again, and I think that's what keeps giving you confidence. It was somebody else stepping up. I thought Taman played great. Uh, I thought, you know, Trey gave you something. Rob Jones is really good. Ward got in foul trouble, but man, he's continued to disrupt things. Milan got it going a little bit. I just, I just really like where Iowa State's at, and most importantly, knock on this wood in my office, Iowa State's pretty healthy right now. And so you start going around the conference, there's a lot of guys dinged up, and this is the time of year where it can bite you. And Iowa State, I think, is relatively healthy. So, again, get through tomorrow. You get another nice little five-day break, and then you're, you're, you're on the gas pedal for the stretch run. Make the point that I've been making for a month and a half now, too. It's just when you – those – have Watson, those guys don't play a lot, but when they do, there's just no drop off now either. They no doubt they just fit right in perfectly, and those guys have really embraced their roles, and it it looks really good out there. And they and they did yesterday too. With again, like Ward is just like a walking foul right now. So <laughs> he's he's getting a lot of foul trouble. Yeah, you know, and they had the lob to him, which was the sexy dunk, but he was really not that much of a factor. And you were you were still and granted, Tech was out there, big guy. Uh, notable as well but that was a really really good win let's thank a couple of our great sponsors and we'll move on i want to talk about the women's week which yeah, we I saw got this. Some, i've got some what? thoughts on houston too i've got the game oh, okay all right all right we'll, we'll talk about the women beating kansas state earlier in the week and then they had a tough top five loss yesterday did. Um, but they got the one that they needed we'll get into all of that first of all i want to thank our buddy colin newell I've uh, now got all of my insurance up and running through our friends at Farm Bureau Financial Services. You should do that too. Tax season just around the corner gets everybody thinking about their finances. Just go to Google, go call a new 1L insurance that is with Farm Bureau Financial Services. He's saving me like $1,000 a year. He's saving Bloom $600 a year. We're not we're not bullshitting you guys. It's the it's it's so easy too. Like I always thought changing insurance would be really hard. It's not calling. Yeah, it's pretty much it. all electronic now too. So it doesn't, yeah. you don't have to like do much. I only had to meet with him one time and then I had to like sign some papers and, and that was, and I like calling. Like, and he probably it, bought yeah. you a beer. I mean, that's the great thing. Uh, coffee. It was a coffee, oh, but I right. uh, probably that should works. have opted for the beer. <laughs> Thank my buddy, uh, Jeff Kelderman over at Kelderman manufacturing in Oskaloosa, uh, Kelderman.com. I like to go to Kelderman.com and check out all of those badass trucks that he's got and he's got all the sports car line. You can look at all of that at Kelderman.com. But if you're an engineer out there and you need a laser cutter, that's my guy Kelderman. They can do all that for you down in Oskaloosa. Also Terraplex ag. You saw their video at the beginning today, since we are live here on YouTube, they're the, these guys are like, you know, we're talking about Houston's defense. That's what Terraplex ag is with drones in the, agricultural space they're basically kelvin sampson when it comes to drones <laughs> on this side of the mississippi i mean for we went and we we went to the ag show with them in downtown and the stuff that they got there it is unbelievable 
telling you if you're a farmer out there and you've been thinking about this for a while, you're going to start falling behind because the, the cutting edge farmers are all going to the drone technology. Give our friends from Terraplex a shout. Uh, okay. Iowa State matching up with Houston. There's not a great matchup with Houston Bloom. What do you have for us? All right. So this is what makes Houston really good. And everyone knows about the defense, right? Yeah. Everyone knows about the yeah, – they're, they're really good. Why they are extra good, like great, you could say that would mean they are great if, if I knew English, is offensively they do two things at an elite level that you would not necessarily expect. Number one, they rebound the ball. I mean, they are rebounding the off, offensive rebounding at a ridiculous rate. You've heard Kelvin say our best offense is missing a shot, and he's right. I mean, they're literally the best offensive rebound team in the country, and so you got to block them out. But maybe most impressively with that rebounding, they do not, they do not turn the ball over. And so you look at how does Iowa State, how is Iowa State successful against these guys up in Ames? Iowa State turned them over, I think, thirteen times in the first half. Houston turned the ball over three times in the second half. Guess what happened in the second half? Houston made it really interesting. In fact, took the lead at one point. And so the question for Iowa State is, can you speed them up? Because if Houston gets this thing in a half court and they don't play fast, they are just going to play volleyball uh, on the offensive end. So I think the number, it's that 15 number. If you can turn them over 15 or more times, Iowa State's going to have a chance. But why Houston's probably the best team in the country right there with Connecticut is they do not turn the ball over. In fact, it's they're incredible. They are sixth in the nation in turnover percentage. I mean, that is so good with as physical and tough and athletic as they are. I mean, you, you start talking about turnover percentage on offense and who doesn't turn it over. You start talking about Wisconsin and Gonzaga and Iowa, AKA finesse teams. That's not Houston, but no. their guards are so good. They're so physical that that is a recipe that you almost never see fourth and offensive rebound percentage sixth in turnover percentage so the point is you better make them better make them turn the ball over and then hope they miss a bunch and when they've lost games it's because they missed a bunch if they're making threes it's game over they are that good they're that good on defense but i think iowa state is i think iowa state can be right there you hope for two things you rebound right there with them you turn them over and then they do not have great depth they don't have much depth at all given foul trouble and i think iowa state can do those three things and be right there at the end they're you're better at this than me but they're just data right the statistical profile if you put a put your hand over the name it's almost unbelievable yeah really like even if you can like we've seen teams where it's like oh they're both in the top five i'm just saying stylistically the way that they play it usually leads to ugly numbers and not necessarily in the overall but like their numbers are beautiful but if you watch them they're just trying to get in a fist fight with you right it's crazy you're exactly it doesn't right. add up it, it doesn't does make any sense up. which that's good, what makes which, them so good that's why they're so good and see dub they're 346th in tempo so they want to play a rock fight yeah, it's but horrible. then they play super efficient rock fights it's crazy i don't understand it i don't understand this team but their guards are so good shed crier sharp mm. it's like whew. I'm in love yeah. with this team. And I, in fact, there's a lot of Iowa State fans out there, and I hope to God I'm wrong. I always post the point spread, and I've I've joked with fans about this for my entire career. Anytime you're coming off a win, everybody's underestimating the team. Anytime you're coming off of a loss, the fan reaction is, oh, we suck. What are, what are they looking for? 
I wouldn't get too cr- crazy betting this game tomorrow night. If it smells, if it seems too good to be true, it often is. Now, if you're going to do it, if you're going to bet on Iowa State, just bet them on the money line. <laughs> yeah. Hope something magical. Right. I'm just saying, like, this game, I, I think Iowa State's playing the best basketball game. I said earlier, is as good a basketball as any team I've ever covered. But this is a scary game. Like, th- this is a hard place to go into. Um, just don't get nuts. Like I know yeah, you're looking I, at it and you're like, Oh, 10 points, but they, they blow out a lot of teams when they come into that town. Pretty much everybody at home, they have blown out. Right? Yeah. They it just kicked been, the shit out of everybody. Like yeah, it has. In fact, let me look here. The closest home game they've had in conference was just do quick math. This is crazy. 15 points. There you go. I mean, so they're favored on. by everybody but, over in double digits. Yeah. Like, which again, Iowa state is the, is right there. I mean, it's these two teams to win the Big Twelve. Yeah. No question. Iowa State's so you, beating this team. You you would rather we you saw would, it. You, yeah, yes. You on on Monday, February nineteenth, Iowa State has a chance to win the conference. That's awesome. It's gonna be hard, but that's but honestly, give it to me. You know, it's like if you want to win it, go win it. Like go win this yeah. game. Don't backdoor it. Just go beat them. Do you think that the fans? I think that any and all educated fans appreciate the regular season title. It's a big deal. Huge deal. But we've just experienced so much of the Kansas City thing. I just I wonder like how it would be celebrated if Iowa State won the regular season title. I, because they did that in football in 2020. And we never talk about it because they well, lost they the championship. Yeah, but they didn't. That's football's different. I know. In my opinion. That was a raw deal. You're right. I know. It's the most Iowa State thing ever. It's just because you would have won 10 games. You're making me mad. Yes. Um, for Iowa State to win a Big 12 outright or even share one in Especially this era. Three years is- coming off of of 0 and 19. Unbelievable. And that's why TJ he's you're starting to see it pick up national coach of the year stuff. It's it's very much well deserved. Uh but well, so he's gonna get him Ohio State, staff. Michigan, all those well, guys are gonna oh yeah. He's going to – so just buckle up, man. Buckle and he doesn't up. have a very big contract at Iowa State right now, so Pollard's going to – I'm assuming that's going to be in the works. I mean – Yeah, I, I haven't I – mean, I think TJ's like the lowest-paid coach in the Big 12, or he's, he's one of the last I thing believe I that's. I believe that's the case. That's, yeah. You know, that's, the, that's probably going to have to be adjusted. But, yeah, I mean, that's the, this is the problem, C-Dub, and, and it's a good problem. You're going to be top eight in the country tomorrow – T is going to start being mentioned in some of these jobs. It's great. And then somebody reminded me from uh, from the staff last week. Hey, he goes, hey, Bloom, the portal opens on March 18th. The portal opens in the, before the NCAA tournament. That is that is dumb, for one. That's really dumb. But two, it's like, okay, you know, just, just no, no breathers here. You're going to have to buckle up for the offseason and welcome to college basketball. But at least you're in this conversation right now, which is, where Iowa State has not been in literally 23 years. We gotta, well, we gotta get to the off season because I've got, I've been digging around for a premium update for our people on like private equity and the Big 12, and <laughs> we've got the ACC imploding, and we've got all sorts of stuff like that I, coming up. I, let's at least we got another six week of ba- weeks of basketball until we have to. This uh, this off season is going to be crazy. It is going to be. Portal it is going to be unfortunately off the freaking charts crazy 
but i i but this you know if where does this game rank i think it's the the most impactful potentially regular season game for iowa state in the last it feels less to years. me and it you're right I hate that but this you don't, isn't a. It doesn't hurt you if you lose it. I mean, I guess. No, that's, it doesn't. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I felt, I've certainly felt like going into games. Oh, there's more important games in in the sense of like they need this one to notch this seed or get over to, the hump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. yeah, you're right. Like, there hasn't been a like real like regular season championship conversation, and that's what makes this so different. If you win this game, but even if you lose it again, like we went through the schedules, Iowa State takes care of business against who they should. They they very well could just tie. Yep. Which I yep. think that that'd probably be what would happen right now. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll it's, see. It's fun. I mean, it's the great thing is everyone's gonna be locked in tomorrow night. All the college basketball. It's only good, only good news for Iowa State. Eddie's watching on YouTube, and Eddie's a wise guy. Says, "Man, I just hope that the Bulls don't come calling Otzelberger." <laughs> That's a good one. That's a, a God. You know, I, I'm a Bulls I fan, and everybody knows about my love and history with TJ. And I would not recommend my friend go and coach at the Chicago Bulls. The right, uh, the good news is that job. is, I don't believe uh, TJ's dream job is in the nba i believe it's right here i don't think that tj would want anything to do with the nba, the NBA yeah i don't yeah I, but man like these in your world these like mid-major college jobs these football jobs are just dropping like flies these guys are just leaving to be like a running backs coach in the sec it's crazy it's crazy what you people are doing to our sport <laughs> yeah. hey buy a t-shirt well done you never never miss a beat never Never miss miss a beat beat. all right uh let's move on uh thank our friends from caliber iowa they are the season-long presenting sponsor of all of our women's basketball coverage at cyclone fanatic hopefully the women can get into the tournament and we'll have connor on the road yeah covering that wonderful program they got a chance still well they yeah i mean they what did we say last week you got to split with Oklahoma and Kansas State. I preferred Kansas State just because of the looks of that win. They got it. One of the all-time great games in Hilton Coliseum history. Uh, you can, I'll take it to my – it was one of the best games I've ever watched was that double overtime win against Kansas State last Wednesday. Put the I, And I, I told my dad, dad was up here for Cameron's birthday on Friday. I was like, they're going to get killed tomorrow. I have a bad feeling about it. They Things don't go well in Texas. Other than that one game I called down there where they just killed them. Remember that one? I do. What year was that? Wasn't that? That was uh, 20. <sighs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. That that was a happy flight on the way home from that one. But it, it, just, it didn't feel good going down there with that matchup, and you just got off of this Kansas State game. That was a successful week for the women. Now yeah. you settle in, and let's see what I, happens. You know, oddly, this final score doesn't look good. I thought Iowa State played – very competitively for three quarters. Very much so. They were right there. I mean, it was a four-point game with three minutes left in the third or something like that. And then Texas is, oh, they're good. That freshman Booker, I mean, she's the closest-looking uh, player I've seen at, at the women's level as a freshman to Kevin Durant. and I mean, almost to a T, and that's her favorite player. Like, it's kind of creepy how much she'd modeled her game after Durant. There was nothing Iowa State could do to stop her. I mean, she was 6'2". Uh, running the point, 
And, you know, obviously just wasn't big enough to stop that jump shot. And she made everything. It seemed like they're good. It, it's if they had uh, Harmon, the point guard who got hurt for them, I think they'd be knocking on the door as a national championship contender. And even without either, they're going to be a one or a two seed. Texas is really good. And I don't, that's not the fault of Iowa state. No, I thought, I thought the players competed. It's just, Texas just had way more and obviously kind of ran out of gas in the fourth quarter, but it's recoup, get back at it because this team is still 39th in the net. And so you're right on the bubble reminded people on Wednesday, but the bubble is bigger this year because there's 68 teams on the women's side that make it It means there's four more at large berths. Let me give you this here. we got four games left. Okay. Iowa state's going to be favored in three of the four. Who do we got at Houston? Okay. So you've got three of the newcomers, and the newcomers are all really struggling. Okay, yes. so it's at Houston, BYU at home, at Kansas State, which chalk up for a loss. If you get it, yep. great. We're not going to count on it. And then Cincinnati at home. Nice. You win nice. three of four. You go eleven and seven. And you're in. And you're, you're in. You're a ten seed. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're definitely not in the play. We'll game. take it. We'll Absolutely. Take it. No, yeah. I, there you go. So, Chris, you simplify this, right? So, three and one, the rest of the way you're in. Mm-hmm. Two and two, you're better win a one or two in Kansas City. I mean, that's mm-hmm. as simple as it gets. So, yeah, that's the thing is they're a, they're a week ahead because that tournament starts a little bit earlier in, in Kansas City. So, they have put they, the work they did early gave them a chance here. And now it's like Iowa State versus the newcomers. Take care of business. A big game. Going to Houston, that's one that, you know, you, you just flip around. You got to go back down there. And um, Houston's not great. But they did just win a game. So that's a that's an important one. Uh, you know, one of those games that not many people are going to be paying attention to nationally, but it's one you got to get if you want to make the tournament. I'm excited for them because I think this team, if it can get into a tournament, give me Audie Crooks against an undersized anybody else, right? Like, yeah. she, she is – her week was awesome. She was really good against Texas too. Twenty four. Yeah, she is playing great basketball. And you, if give me Brown, Crooks, and you know Emily Ryan in March, and I like my chances. I mean, roll it out there. Crooks has really had a hell of a a month. Really, when you go back to the Kansas game on the twenty fourth through now, crazy. She she's led Iowa State in scoring six of seven games. She's been over twenty in one two three, four, five of those. And I mean, she just she's, broke, she just broke the field goal made freshman record for uh, Iowa States uh, on Wednesday. I'm like, she's going to obliterate freshman records. And there's been some great players and she didn't even start just beginning of the year. So man, happy for her. Awesome kid. And I do think that rest of the team is, is coming along. It, it did bite them a little bit. Naidu was not able to play yesterday and just needed that senior leadership in there. I think, yeah, no, it, it, I three and one. Got to get three there. Got to get there. Yep. God, I wish they had that UCF game, but hey, can't uh, can't TCU. go back in time. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, no, I'm saying the UCF game, like they. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. You gotcha. You know I what I mean? Yep, no doubt. It'd make your life a lot better right yep. now, but yep. Still, th- this is a pretty favorable spot for a team that we didn't really know if they would. I- even be in this consideration. I like the schedule going ahead, but now it's just, I mean, big Bill family's big thing is how do you finish? And this team has put itself an opportunity where if you finish strong, you're going to make the tournament and that would be wildly successful. 
All right. Um, let's move on to our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 segment here. We covered a lot of this uh, with the men's conversation earlier. The do you do you ever read on Kansas? I, I won't lie. I hadn't. I did not get to watch that game. Yeah, that to me was the most intriguing game of the weekend, just based on what it, you know them coming off of just getting annihilated. They went into Oklahoma and won um, fairly convincingly. Bloom, what did you? What was your take? Yeah, on well, it, it wasn't though. It was weird. They were well, down well on the scoreboard. It was. Yeah, but then they blew them out. Outscored them by fifteen in the second half. They completely dominated the second half. And of note, both Harris and McCuller played. Yep. So which changes everything for them. Changes everything. I mean, they, their bench, their bench only played twenty-two minutes that in this is, game. I mean, it's that's another team when they get to Kansas City. They might just punt. They might just say, "Hey, we're good." We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But that's a t- if they have to play on Wednesday. There's no way Kansas is stringing together four wins in a row. And now I think they're going to get a. They'll probably play Thursday. It's going to be close between them and Tech. But uh, yeah, their their five is as good as any starting five in the country when they're making shots. It's just their bench is horrible. It's providing nothing. It's getting worse almost. And so I have a hard time buying them because they're going to run into foul trouble. They're going to run into something. Um, McCuller and Harris are somewhat injury prone. I thought uh, Adams played great yesterday. Oklahoma's second half was was not great. I mean, that he's he starts some Mosier, and we're not going to have to worry about him next year. There's some thought that he might be involved in that Ohio State job, uh, which is interesting. Something to keep an eye on there. But Oklahoma is going the wrong way. I mean, that, that was a rough week for them. They got embarrassed at Baylor. And they had Kansas up 12 and just blew it in the second half. And you wonder where their head's going to be at. And you start talking about Oklahoma's remaining schedule. They are very much not automatically in the, the NCAA tournament. And they come to Ames. So mm-hmm. you will be interested to see you what their mentality is. Yeah, it'll be desperate or they could be checked out. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but that's um, good for Kansas. I mean, that that kept them on their end on the two line. And then, you, so they're thinking about Omaha too. I mean, Iowa State and Kansas have very similar profiles, and I hope both make it to Omaha. It'll make tickets more difficult to get. Don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But so, if you're an Iowa State fan, you're rooting against Baylor. You're rooting against Marquette now. I mean, those are some of these, those other schools that could jump in there in that Omaha region, which I believe is Thursday and Saturday, FYI, um, for that NCAA tournament week. This week we've got. Uh, tomorrow, two games at eight o'clock. So Kansas State and Texas stays at eight o'clock. They just Tang, moved it. How about how about Tang years. getting buried at the buzzer? That felt bad for him. Boy, that's boy, that's a shame. <laughs> What's his record since Tangate? Do you want me to look that up? Yes. Because his uh, sisters, his, his sisters probably not tweeted about it recently, so I, I yeah, think we have this? to do the work for, Since for them. Counting the Iowa State game, he's lost one, two, three, four, five, six, one and six since Tangate. And they, the only win was that big Monday game against Kansas. They're they're They've, falling themselves on the wrong side of the bubble. What's uh, Kurtz and those uh, Ema guys? What's their deal? Are they? I'm just. Are they, they you still know, like disciples here? Are they are well, they off the wagon? There's a sophisticated spy operation throughout the conference, <laughs> conspiring against. It's teams. weird. I was told Oklahoma State had a problem with Iowa State too, and I never heard anything back on that. Yeah, they kind of went away after you lose Bro, six of seven, huh? A lot of conspiracy theories being mm-hmm. tossed around there. Mm-hmm. 
that one guy reported that people were throwing stuff at the bench. Jeez, <laughs> it it's completely. And hey, another guy got teed up. McCaslin got teed up. He did. He he, don't, yeah. he he had a he had a good quote in the post game. He's like, sometimes in this arena you get squeezed. I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know if you saw my tweet. And again, I I'm so grateful to. I get put with the visiting media. Okay. And yeah. I love it. I love it because I'm right by the opposing. I don't want to watch Iowa State's bench. I want to watch the opposing team's bench. And you could see it in the first 10 minutes of that game that McCaslin, that the lid was about to pop off. Yeah, he was. Yeah, which he's a pretty mild-mannered guy. He was losing. Oh, yeah. He, Bloom, you would love these seats watching. like the Don't rub it in. Yeah. Back and forth between the refs and these coaches. And then you look over there. And I, I'll tell you guys TJ's tick. He does get amped up. He just doesn't want to show it. He puts his hands yes, behind his back. When he, yep. when TJ would, you know, really get amped up, that's what he does to hold himself back. He got into it. You could tell it was early in the game. The official missed. Uh, he pointed the wrong way. And TJ went into Hulk mode. Like he did like. <laughs> and then the guys, and then the guy literally did this. He goes, my bad this way like he got it wrong and it's like tj then called back down into bruce, he did another bruce, one bruce about as about as demonstrative as tj will ever get with an official was in the second half when curtis jones boxed that guy out and like can i talk about that real quick yeah i was gonna ask you because like they don't want these little guys undercutting big guys and like but curtis like i i, I watched the replay like three times he didn't back up so that's what they're wanting looked, to get. Yeah. It he looked worse back than it up. was. Yeah. The guy just that. went over him. And so I I thought it was a bad call, but I also understand what they're trying to avoid. Otz was pretty pissed about that one. He doesn't get that mad. Yeah. But it, again, and I watched it like three times and Kurt just stood there and the guy went over him. I thought they missed it. Yeah. It looked weird because almost like Kurt was started to backpedal, but then he stopped because, okay. Uh, our, our favorite term displacement goes both ways. So not only on the defensive end, can you not push the offensive rebounder forward? You can't push him back either. Now, rarely is it called. It just gets exacerbated with a little guy and a big guy. Cause oftentimes that little guy, when he boxes out and starts to move him, will bend the big guy over and it, and it looks bad and they don't want that. So yeah. that's now two times that Kurt's been called for that. I mean, it's, that's a foul. It's like, whatever you, you're not going to get it very often, but generally you're right they do not like when the big guys get undercut like that even though it looks bad and you go oh my gosh he jumped on top of him well if you move him underneath that can be a foul on you so anyway but i do think they missed that one mm-hmm. but yeah well, tj tj hulk mode yeah he was he was pissed about that call. which speaking Hilton, of officials you'll get three good ones uh monday night can i give a shout out to hilton too it was like one of my favorite hilton moments in a long time Iowa State's been killing this team. Hasn't even been close all game. You're up 12 with like a minute 34 to go, and that play happened, and Hilton just loses his goddamn mind. Twitter went nuts, too. Like, oh, what is that going on? It's just like, I I just freaking love you people, man. Like, this this is what it's all about. Don't don't give in. Oh, yeah, All right. So, so on, on, on Monday nights, you get better officials than on Wednesday nights. Did you know that? Yeah, because there's more games on Wednesdays, and you, yeah, yep. Um, okay, Tuesday we've got the Baylor at BYU game, so we'll all be locked into Ooh, that. You, hey, 
You guys, Team Cougars. All right. Team Cougs. The, yeah, we'll Cougs. root for he we'll root Cougs. for the Cougs in that game. I'm guessing they'll be a slight favorite over yes. Baylor. Baylor's Not playing great. Though. Oh my god! I mean, West Virginia has. I don't know who's quit more. Can you both quit more, Texas or West Virginia? Both teams are are no longer. Both teams want to go on spring break and not play basketball. And then you've got a bad game on Wednesday that nobody will be paying much attention to. Oklahoma State at Cincinnati. Just real quick, let's look ahead to next Saturday just to see what's on top. Um, Houston at Baylor. Love that one. Yep. That's uh, 11, 11. Oh, it's a CBS, sir. That, and then you've got the clones, West Virginia at one. So you'll be able to watch. Well, that'll be tough. That's a Johnny's. Hopefully you have access to Johnny's and you can you can watch that game in there. And not a not a crazy schedule. A lot of uh, fairly lopsided games coming up on Saturday. But nonetheless, we're just keeping an eye on Baylor, Houston, and Kansas, right? That's it. Yeah, I scoreboard think it's, I, those are, it's those four. It's a four. So odds real quick. Let's play guess the odds. Odds to win the Big 12. Oh, Houston. Yep. Do you need me to give them up? You want me to give numbers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Houston at plus 150. Minus 190. Jeez, really? So they're, they're, Vegas is assuming Houston's winning tomorrow. That's what that means. Well, yeah, they're a 10 point favorite. Right. Yeah. I'm just surprised it would go down that far. Now, I don't know on this. If you tie, do you win? I'm not sure. I don't. I, I'd have to. So then it's got to be Iowa State next. Yep. At plus two hundred. Yep. And then it's got to be Kansas. Nope. Baylor. Plus five hundred. Pretty big jump. Ten. Ten. One thousand. Ten to one. Seriously? Yeah. So it's a, it's a two horse race. Wow. Yeah. And then Kansas and then, is fifteen to one. Yeah. And, and they're probably drops. factoring in that self's probably not even going to try and. Well, you it makes you wonder. I, it interestingly, I think Kansas City will be wild because I could see Houston, Iowa State, Baylor, Kansas are all going to be a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. I think they'll be pretty locked in. I think Houston's already got a one seed locked up. I mean, they would have to just complete collapse to not get a one seed. Iowa State, Baylor, Kansas will be fighting for that two three line. And it may give you a heads up if you win a game in Kansas City. But at what risk of playing too much basketball so you'd be tired out if you go to Omaha on a Thursday? I mean, these are the things that I know are going to be discussed in the Sukup practice facility in the next couple of weeks. Of, and you don't try and lose a game, but, no, but you, you got to be smart about these you things. You know what the underrated thing, again, of the whole season is that Lipsy isn't having to play Great 35 point. minutes right now. Yep. Yep. Like in and, and I'll give Jones the credit for that, even over Gilbert. Gilbert has the ball in his hands a lot, but like Jones now you put him in there and it doesn't even matter. It, there's no drop off. I, I I actually had that same impression yesterday. I was like, you know what? I forgot Taman's even not on the game not on the floor yeah. right now. Yeah, well, and you think could about not that. say that before. No, it was it was staggering when he was not on the floor. Yep. Yep. And I now just, it's like you just kinda moving those three around. It's great. It's it's really it's fun. I mean, again, nothing's guaranteed in March, but the fact that Iowa State is in this position, it's pretty cool. Everybody, we'll enjoy it. Hey, whatever happens uh, against Houston, uh, the sun will come up on Tuesday. I'm pretty sure we are we are doing a game watch with our friends from Circus Sports. 
Uh, that will be tomorrow night at Sweet Caroline's in Houston. Ames Logger on tap. Not in Houston. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I am planning to be there at this one. And okay, uh, I, might, I might swing up for that, buddy. You should come up. All right. We could, we could, could we carpool? We could just yeah, carpool. Yeah. Um, I got, I got the old Iowa City with Cameron foot doctor tomorrow, but then there I'll be go. back and heading up there for, for that. So come on out and join us. Circa, when they do these things, they, they have drink tickets oh, and yeah, you get time. all these like free beers and food and like these are absolutely worth it. We've done a bunch of these out in Wellman's in West Des Moines in the past and they're they're totally worth your time. And it was huge that they moved it back to eight o'clock too, because I think that'll get us a lot more people out of this. So no Sweet Caroline's down there on Main Street names. I will be there. We will um look forward to seeing you all out there. Williamson Bloom Wednesday coming up on uh, should we should we do Wednesday or should we think about Tuesday? Perhaps I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. Hey, maybe we'll talk about it uh, over Ames Logger yeah. or a Cody Road. I've never had Ames. I've never had Ames Logger on tap. It's even better. Well, everything's better on tap, in my opinion. There's I something to do agree. with like the oxygen the and like Bruno's. Yeah, I, I. I which I I learned this like way too late in life. But anytime you drink a craft beer, you should pour it into a glass. You because know the air, the something with the the with mechanics, the, suds. the physics, yeah. Anyway, so now I now I'm now I'm really important, so I do that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I think I'm gonna go. I'll be up there. Let's All right. have a party. Well, hopefully it's a party. Yeah. These things can turn south too, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna speak of that. You are you. Oh, real quick, odds to make the final four, C Dub. I'm um, uh, there. Um, you you can. We're gonna play I mean, the game. Five hundred. So let's. Do you want to go by team, or do you want to just pick Iowa State? Oh, I was I was saying Iowa State plus five hundred. Plus four twenty five. Wow. Keeps okay. going lower. So here we go, real quick. UConn's the favorite to make the Final Four. Uh, then Purdue, then Houston, then Arizona, then Tennessee, then Auburn, and then North Carolina, Alabama, Iowa State all tied. Uh, I like North Carolina a lot more than I like Alabama. Yeah, and Auburn, I watched Auburn last night just get completely worked by Kentucky. I did not like whatever Bruce Pearl threw out there yesterday, which made me happy because I don't, really I saw a couple of brackets them. matching Iowa state and Kentucky up in the round of 32. Now that give, I would sign up for that. I would, I would like Iowa state's pressure against those guards because they're young, but they are really good. They're starting. And they to don't defend out. you though. Yeah. They, well, they, that's the they're, crazy thing is they locked up Auburn yesterday. It was bizarre. I didn't watch that game. I, I was, I didn't. it was interesting. So anyway, well, I I'm going to go watch. Mari was all amped up afterwards about the media. Yeah. That guy. That was a, I, I, I there, if, there's if both part teams of me, lost. If both teams lost, I'd have been happy with that game. He was all like the thing that just doesn't work anymore to the media. He's like, Hey, you guys come after me. I'm a professional. You come after me all you want. But, you know, I just got these kids and they're, they're just learning. Leave the kids alone. Uh, buddy. And it's yeah. like, Oh, I mean, they all are millionaires. On their end, it's probably close to that. Yeah. You know, like, do we have to have that. Now, should the media be like, screw you, kid, you suck at basketball, you can't make a... F-. No, we're going to be tactful about it. But, like, the goalposts have moved just a smidge, just a smidge, especially at a place like Kentucky. That's all I'm saying. They're running a professional basketball program there. It, it, interestingly, 
I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, and uh, probably not many people did because not many people watch Adam Silver's NBA press conference like I do. But You're they're, they're considering, and I think they will, remove the G League Ignite team starting maybe even next year. Really? Because the like they said the market isn't there anymore. If you want to go get paid, you don't need to go to the G League Ignite. You just stay in college. And make and a I, lot more. And make a lot more. And so the, the Ignite is probably going to go away, which means less. It, and I don't I don't know. I mean, eventually, I could see a world where that, that one and done rule is removed as well. Because quite honestly, if you're not a first rounder, you are better off staying in college for as long as you can because you're going to make considerably Yeah, look at look what Baycott's doing. And that's why it's even more impressive what Iowa State's doing. It's not like college basketball's down this year. Think of all the guys that came back yeah. that could have gone to the league. And Iowa State's still a top eight program right now. So kudos to everybody for that. But I that whole landscape is changing in that you're going to have these players stick around a lot more. And it makes that portal interesting as well because – when, if you have a decision between first round, I'm a tweener, maybe I'm second round, uh, I'm going to be honest, a Taman and a Milan might have that ability this offseason. I'm going to just be fair with everybody here. Uh, but the fact that if you do have NIL, maybe you'll think a, and stay a little bit longer because you can can get you know, close to, in some cases, equal pay as you would as a second rounder. It's just, I mean, the, the, the equation is changing completely. And it'll have a big factor in what happens for a lot of these guys come March 18th and, and beyond. I'm just anxious to for the offseason to see. It just feels like your mark is going to keep putting his chips in on this I, basketball I agree. deal. I agree. As he I should. Just, yeah, I, I think that they're hell-bent on being the what the SEC has been for football, they want the Big Twelve vibe to be that for basketball. And I'd be and I'd be real curious. What do you do? What do you yeah. do with that? I don't know. And, and something to keep in mind uh, for month for tomorrow Monday. What does that rating get for Iowa State Houston? You know, top eight matchup, mm-hmm. national TV, for the good of the Big Twelve and for the sport. You hope that gets a really big number. What do you? What would be a good number? Uh, anything over a million in college basketball. That's, I was really going to say, like, do you think they could hit two? Uh, I, I, what else is going on on Monday night? There's no NBA. There's no football. We can watch The Bachelor. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I why think I it could get a, I think it could get a great number, which would be phenomenal news uh, for a lot of reasons. So, again, factors on factors here. I'm guessing that they'll hype it up. The fact that they moved it, I'm guessing if you watch. Yeah, it's going to be ESPN a sports center. Throughout, yeah, sure. they're going to they'll pump it up. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, well, good, good times, good times all ahead. Just um, enjoy this, enjoy this little run because um, Iowa State's holding its own in this crazy world, and let's win, let's win a big one on Monday. He's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams. We are uh, produ- we are produced today by Aiden Wyatt in the background, uh, presented by our friends at the Mechdyne Corporation here in the Wild Rose Casino Studios. Uh, go out and join us at Sweet Caroline's on Monday night to watch the big game. For Brent Bloom, my name is Chris Williams. Have a great rest of your Sunday night, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday's show.